Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. Today, we're torturing Susan. Yep, it's that time. <laughs> we're going to take a break from our our Christmas movies and holiday movies. And I guess none of these biopics are particularly Christmassy, are they? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Do they even celebrate any holidays in any of these movies? Hmm. Anyway. (laughs) They don't celebrate much. No. (laughs) There's like a whole mood. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I did get to watch some other things that were celebratory. I, I caught up on the show that you watched last week, uh, Kelly, uh, Home for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, it was great. It, it's, it's like a long, um, you know, Hallmark holiday film, but, mm-hmm. you know, a little smarter, a little, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little different, but still has a lot of the, the basic, um, things. Like there was something I saw in episode one that, think will happen in or, or happened at the end of episode six, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. And it's in Norwegian mm-hmm. and listeners should remember how much we love Norway mm-hmm. yes. and are planning to go eventually. One day we can, we can podcast from there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, and it it needs I mean, season two comes out on the eighteenth, and uh, it's it's definitely not done. So, yeah, cannot wait. Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple other Christmas movies: um, Midnight at the Magnolia, that the one that you watched um, a couple weeks a ago, while also. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was okay. Yeah, it was, it was good. cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 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 Susan fashion, I fast forwarded through some of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. And let me see, what else did I watch? Uh, oh, Court. I'm sorry. Did you recommend this, or is is it just something I randomly saw? Christmas Hotel. Oh no, that wasn't me. No. Okay. <laughs> me neither. Okay. I think I just maybe picked it. Because of the the poster, um, that get, catches your eye first, right? Yeah, yeah. But, oh, okay. Let me watch this. Something different. Oh no, it's like ten <laughs> times worse. Oh, <laughs> so, God. Yeah, because okay, you know, it's always you know, woman with big powerful career uh, for some reason has to go to a small town, and oh, she just happened <laughs> to grow up in that small town, you know, and. So her, she, she apparently always had a crush on her best friend's brother. And so, um, you know, of course, during the movie, they develop feelings and yeah, I'm just going to spoil a whole thing. So uh, (laughs) does he harvest maple syrup for $2 a year? Like that (laughs) meme that's been going around on Facebook. And so she decides to stay in fuckberg. Uh, for the rest of her life? Well, kind of, because he has a dream to open up a fancy restaurant. Okay. You know, 
And, but what, what they missed in this movie was that, you know, she, her dream came true and she won the possibility, you know, she, she got the job, you know, to open up the hotel in Rome and, you know, he helped her set up the, the hotel in the, in Fuckburg. And (laughs) then, um, so, and then he was fired because, oh, we got this big name chef. So we're going to let him go. Uh, so in my mind, well, that opens up the possibility for both of them to go to Rome. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? She tells the big boss, no, I'm sorry. Um, mm. Oh God! You know, yes, it is like that. Me, I want to. I want to be near him. And how gross! So, um, I give me the job of the boss in, you know, in Fuckburg, and my first, yeah, my my first order of business is I'm going to rehire Fuckboy as the. the chef of my new hotel. Wow. Really? That was disappointing. So disappointing. Very. I mean, why not move to Rome? Let him start a food truck. Jeez. Yeah. Well, Did he, he not could, want chef? No, he could be the chef at the hotel in Rome. Uh, yeah, yeah, that too. You know? That was my, my thought. <laughs> you know? yes. That like, made oh. more sense. Yeah. But, yeah, they just went completely sideways with it. Yeah, I mean, not to disparage whoever wrote that, because kudos to them, but uh, gross. Sorry. Gross. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gross. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So, yeah. (laughs) Those were the the disappointing (laughs) Christmas movies on Mm -hmm. uh, Hallmark. And, uh, yeah. Well, apparently they have two good ones out or that are coming out. Um, One, I guess, came out last night. I didn't watch it yet. It had been Savage and they were actually uh, celebrating Hanukkah. So I want to watch that one. Okay. And um, they have this other one with Jack A. Harry and uh, it's called The Holiday Setup or something or The Christmas Setup. Oh, yeah. And and Fran Drescher also. Yes. Yes. Okay. Or maybe it was Fran and not Jack A. I don't know. One of the two or both. I thought I saw Jack A was in there too, um, but they're, they're setting up these two guys and apparently it's really adorable. So I want to catch that one. Okay. Um, but okay. my week was less Christmassy and more Halloween for some reason. Okay. I cool. was flipping around and I stumbled on Exorcist, the Exorcist. And it was the director's cut, one, uh, like a version that mm. um, I think the girl ruined girls had been discussing parts of it. Cause I ended up seeing parts of this movie that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Like apparently there's this one scene where they're doing some medical thing to Reagan with a catheter. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen that. Yeah. I'd never seen that before. Um, so yeah, I didn't know there was this version out and it, it was mm-hmm. grosser than it was before. And the movie still freaks me out. So yay for that. <laughs> God. they managed to ruin 28 days later for me i had no what? idea i had no idea that there is another ending to this movie because i always to the end. exorcist no no, no 28 days 28 later. days later okay yeah and like the podcast is called ruin and they literally ruined 28 days later for me if oh. i accept the ending that they 
they found because mm. <laughs> there's yeah. an extra there's after credit scene apparently that I never knew was there. Wow. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you want to know, I'll tell you off, but I, I don't want to ruin it for you either. Okay. And I refuse to accept what they said. Oh, it ended wow. like, like we saw in the movie. That's what I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we will talk about it. Um, another thing I watched this week and it kind of falls in line with our biographies. Um, I kind of wish like I'd known this was coming beforehand and that Kelly had Disney already, but alas, um, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you to watch it when you get Disney, Kelly. Okay. Um, it's, it's called safety. It's this, and I didn't know this was a biography when I was first watching it. I just knew I was watching mm-hmm. it Friday while I was working it. And, um, I was like super emotional. Like it's really, really good. And it's not like Oscar bait at all season. It's just really that good. Okay. Um, this, it's the story of Ray Ray McElrath Bay a freshman football player for Clemson University who secretly raised his younger brother on campus after his mm. home life became too unsteady. And oh my God, the emotions in this movie. And um, it, it touches on a lot of like real world stuff. I mean, yes, this is real world, like in the situation that they're going through, but in the fact that you have these young players and they're not allowed to be compensated at all. And like, he's going to school full time, like on a full ride and he's having to k- take care of his younger brother too. It it was just it was beautiful. Like you gotta watch it. Okay. I'm gonna watch okay. it again. Emotions. Cool. And like when they were doing like the the end of the movie and they showed who the real guy was, and I was like, oh wow, he was on Oprah. What? What? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. But apparently it was. It was a really good story. That's great. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get Disney this week. Is, is that where the Lego Star Wars movie is, uh, Christmas is. special is coming is. out? Yeah, that's what yes. I have on, on my, not my calendar, but in my reminders. Um, so I'll watch that and Soul when it comes out later and the two Mandalorian seasons. And it's not that lot. I don't have enough other things on my calendar, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there's, I think, one of our Christmas movies coming up in the next couple of weeks is on Disney plus. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soul, right. Or was there something else? Uh, I think it's what nightmare before Christmas. Oh, that's what oh, that is. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's plenty to watch over there. <laughs> okay. There really is. Cool. Um, did you guys watch any of their investor day stuff that came out Thursday? I had no, no. plans on watching mm-hmm. this, but it was like comic con apparently. <laughs> um, okay. like I, I got on my bike i started watching it and three hours later i was still watching it cool. wow <laughs> and still exercising <laughs> i mean I, I did it for like over an hour just like not wanting to miss anything because mm-hmm. they were gonna they, they held the marvel stuff to last of course of course yeah that's wild yeah it was a lot of good stuff what were some of the um highlights well, one of my favorite things is the the Mighty Ducks movie that or no the Mighty Ducks TV show that's coming out. It's going to have Emilio Estevez in it and Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's super cheesy. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> you you got you saw Rogue One. They're yeah. doing a they're doing a TV show. It's going to be like a short TV show um, that's going to have like all the main characters from that TV show. And who was it? Diego Luna. He was the main character. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's him. It's like it's named after his Andron Andor. It's Andor. Um, and like, it's, it's surrounding them and I'm trying to figure out like when this takes place exactly. Cause you know how that movie ends and I hate how that movie ends. Oh, like right. for a long time, like in my head, like Ray was their kid. Like, mm. I don't know how it works out, but Ray was their kid. 
and I, I would have been happy with that, but that's not how it worked out. So whatever. Um, of course, um, we also know that they're coming out um, with an, a new movie for Land. Was a TV show for Lando Calrissian, mm. and it's going to have um, what's his name, Donald Glover. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna be in that. Um, and they're doing another thing with Vader and Jude Law's character. Not Jude Law's character. Yeah, Jude Law's character. Who did he play? Obi Wan. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's a, it was a lot of Star Wars stuff, and apparently, like the big big thing is like they're not going to do what uh, Warner Brothers did or AT and T did. They're not just going to drop everything for twenty twenty one on their app. Like they're okay. actually gonna, still going to have stuff come to the theater. Like some people were wondering if that was going to happen or not. So Black mm-hmm. Widow is definitely going to be in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that it comes shortly to the app because that's mm-hmm. definitely not going to be in the movie theater. Probably not yeah. until next winter, if that. Yeah, depending on the vaccine. See, that's why I'm glad that Warner Brothers is doing um, HBO Max at the same time. I understand the furor over it, but, um, you know, my understanding, or I was assuming at least, that it was just going to be uh, in 2021 because of uh, the pandemic. Yeah, but some people were saying if they're doing it this way and they find that it, it gets some more money, like mm-hmm. not having to pay the movie theater or whatever their mm-hmm. cut is, they're yeah. just going to go do this straight to streaming anyway. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to do it because some movies benefit from yeah. being in the movie theater. Like yeah. game, like I would have, I need to see that in the movie theater. The Star Wars yeah. movies, mm-hmm. I need to see that in the movie theater. Tenet, yeah. Yeah, I won't get to see it in a movie theater, but Kelly, you know that experience. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, my son and I rented the theater. It was pricey, but yeah. um, totally worth it. I yeah. I had to see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, now, I just pre-ordered it, so I'm going to watch it several more times at yeah. home on my computer. I mean, I could do it on Apple TV, but my son manipulates it with his <laughs> gaming, and he doesn't care about seeing it again, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and I'll have to watch it on my big screen here. But, like, the yeah. movie, like, uh, Nolan really, really pushed for them to put it out, like, when mm-hmm. they did. And yeah. they lost a lot of money because yeah. it flopped, which is understandable. Yeah. Like, nobody, well, not nobody, like, but few people are mm-hmm. doing the movie theaters. Like, not just running out like you guys did, which is much safer than what some others are doing, which is still going to the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. And now in Pittsburgh, um, starting this past Saturday, restaurants can no longer do indoor dining. Movie theaters had to close. Gyms had to close. Of course, religious um, venues could stay open for crowds of any size, Um, constitutionally protected. Yeah. Um, But, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And people don't have to wear masks what? in church, temple, whatever. Yep. <sighs> yep. Because, you know, God will protect them. Like he, okay, <laughs> never mind. 300,000, yeah. not 300,000, 300,000 people nearly. Died. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's just here. Yep. And in Allegheny County here, the numbers are just going crazy, which is why the governor has reinstituted a semi lockdown. Like restaurants can still serve outdoors, 
Yeah. No, like our mayor, like we just newly inducted. I guess they just did the mayors like this past week. Mm -hmm. Like he immediately was like, yeah, we're shutting everything down. Like indoor, Mm -hmm. you can still do takeout. Mm -hmm. And like our governor who had done a really good job at the start of it, you know, Hogan, he'd done a really good job at the start of it. And like he was like, I don't know why they did that. I don't understand. Sir, Mm -hmm. have you not been looking at these numbers? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that. Mm hmm. I understand that like a lot of the restaurants have done a lot to invest in outdoor dining, but mm-hmm. like, unfortunately the number, like, Oh, uh, I'm, I'm just so upset <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that it wasn't taken care of the way it should have been taken care of. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with that is it's like, well, they've put up these tents mm-hmm. outside, but it's like eating inside. Yeah. Because yeah. it's completely kind of sealed. Yeah. You know, well, because of the weather. Yeah. yeah. This one place where my two watching buddies and I have gone the past two weeks and we're going to go this Thursday as well, they do not have a tent up at all. And um, they have heaters and they have these three fire tables. Mm-hmm. So there's a gas fire in the middle of a table for four. Okay. And you've got about an eight inch ledge around the outside, just big enough for your plate. Actually, your plate hangs over a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the first time we went, like I put my, uh, the wind was blowing so hard that like the fire would would come way over toward me. So mm-hmm. I put my plate in my lap and uh, one of my buddies did not. So her plate got singed. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but we feel, and, and one of my buddies is a virologist. Mm-hmm. And so she feels safe go, or low risk, you know, yeah. going there because we're not coming covered the our breath is not no one's breath is lingering yeah and um, you have the flames <laughs> yeah yeah the flames <laughs> then there's that yeah yeah <laughs> yep so um last week when we were there when these new restrictions had already been announced we asked them okay so are y'all gonna keep the outside open and they said yeah that's the plan so okay cool yep and I'm thrilled because otherwise we're going to keep meeting, um, but in one of their backyards. Yeah. And she's got a heater, but it's not a good one. Yeah. So otherwise we would have to bundle up extra, extra, you know, just mm-hmm. not as helpful as a proper heater. Yeah. But, Yeah. So I mean, like, we'll one- keep going to this restaurant, even in the low 30s, if they'll keep serving, because yeah. those heaters are fabulous. One of them wore ski pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wore a huge <laughs> coat, a cap, um, double layer pants, like fleecy pants underneath regular pants, um, and took a blanket for the oh, first time. Y'all. This last time we didn't need the blankets. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. That's the way to do it, I guess, if you're going to do it. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. plenty of people when they're skiing eat outside. Yeah. Right. Right. So we just have to pretend that's what's going on. Get used to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it work. And yeah. I know a lot of people are um, like here, they have some kind of fundraiser they're doing where people are donating money and they're sending like gift cards to the restaurants, like mm. not even buying gift cards from the restaurant, mm. just sending them gift cards. That's cool. Um, to keep things going. And I think I've ordered out almost every day this past week. Not because mm. I'm sick of cooking. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I want to support. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one of the problems is, is I'm supporting DoorDash. 
<laughs> and yeah. like their workers don't get as much money as some of these millionaires do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been tipping well. Now, the bad thing about doing the delivery service is that there's no way to tip the restaurant. And I I mean, that would be double tipping. Yeah. But I wish that when the restaurant has their menu up, that they would put a tip option on there so that you could Mm -hmm. like buy a tip that goes straight to the restaurant. That's a good idea. the delivery driver as well. I yeah. mean, that makes it way more expensive, yeah. but I would totally tip both. You know, yeah. I want the restaurant to get some money too. Yeah. yeah. That's like no. when us all started, I, like I was temp- tipping like crazy because like they were, people were taking chances going in stores that I did not yeah. feel safe to go into. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, what about doing curbside? Yeah, I do that sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes I just get lazy and, Sure. And especially if it's a restaurant that's <laughs> right. farther away, yeah. then I want them to bring it to me. Okay. If it's a restaurant in the neighborhood, you know, then I just go pick it up. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a restaurant, uh, an Indian restaurant that is like 35, 40 minutes away. It's in a part of town that I hate going to. It's called the South Hills. And I live in the north side. I will drive to just about any part of town. <laughs> I will even drive to this other town um, that other people hate driving to. But the <laughs> South Hills, nope, ain't gonna do it. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I get it's that. Such a pain in the ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Susan, it would be like driving to Katie, but actually worse because mm-hmm. Katie is a straight shot. You just get on I-10 and mm-hmm. yeah, you're there. This, there's no highway to get there. And it's like um. all these valleys <laughs> and like a tiny highway for like 10 minutes and then winding around in valleys and hills and Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Just no. Yeah. Anyway, it's a big tangent. Well, and that reminds me of another another tangent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> while I was on HBO Max, mm-hmm. I noticed there's a show about a family in Houston. Mm. <laughs> and so I started watching it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly where that house is. Mm. Or that house is. And then, yeah. So, um, so that was, that was kind of fun. So, and this was all filmed like last year. So maybe they don't even live there anymore. Maybe they've bought other houses. Maybe these were the houses for the show and mm-hmm. they actually live in others. But anyway. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like watching Rushmore, and uh, yes. and you remember like the there were scenes shot uh, at Kincaid, like the front gates of Rushmore um, oh, were actually the Kincaid front gates, mm-hmm. and then they shot at the old kindergarten building. But Kincaid wasn't credited; only St. John's was credited. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And there was. There was one shot that they, that in this last episode that I watched, um, where they showed, um, a shopping center on West Gray. Mm. And then they showed Neiman Marcus at the Galleria. Oh, 
Like, um, yeah, those are like, you know, that's like six miles apart. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you really want to, <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you want them to remain like private, mm-hmm. semi-private, but still have this TV show. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. And it's called uh, House of Ho. Okay. <laughs> um, it's because it's the Ho family. They're, you know, mom and dad originally came over here in 1975 from Vietnam and okay. uh, made it big, apparently. Wow. And their, their kids were born in the, in the eighties. And now, you know, everybody lives in River Oaks. Wow. Nice. And it's, you know, Exactly what you would think of <laughs> a combination of those two lifestyles. Yeah. So. That's wild. Yep. It was uh, one of my daughters was telling me recently that someone asked her what part of Houston she lived in when we lived there. Both of my daughters were born there uh-huh. and, um, and we didn't live there long when they were kids. And I was explaining to her, it was like literally Galleria area because uh, we had a view of Transco Tower slash Williams Tower mm-hmm. uh, from outside our kitchen window. And uh, and I said, so you could tell people, yes, Galler- next to the Galleria, just outside the loop. And I said, uh-oh. You can't call it the loop anymore because there are like five loops around you. No, it's, now. it's still the loop. It's still okay. the loop. And then the next one is the beltway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's okay. how it works. <laughs> All right. What then what's the next one? Because there there are like at least next one three. is like ninety nine. I don't know. Okay. I don't so know people don't call name. each one of those the loop? No. Thank God. No. Okay. So I told her right outside the loop. Good. Yeah. Oh my Lord. It's crazy. Yep. Yes. There can be only one. (laughs) Yes, that's right. To quote Highlander. Uh So yeah, it was an interesting week. (laughs) Well, real quick. Mm -hmm. I also watched this week. um, I'm your woman with Film Independent or through Film Independent. That's the Rachel Brosnahan. Um, she's the wife of a uh, like mob boss and uh, something happens and she and her oh, brand okay. new baby have to go on the run. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I watched Let Them All Talk, the new HBO Max or is it regular HBO or HBO Max movie? I think it's Max. Okay. Meryl Streep, Diane Weist, and um, Candace Bergen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, uh, uh, what's her name? Gemma. Oh, Chan. I Chan, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Humans. Yeah. Love her. Um, enjoyed that as well. Uh, Sound of Metal on Amazon Prime with Riz Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Loved that. And finally, The Dissident, through Film Independent, about the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, mm-hmm. the yeah, former- Yeah, I just finished watching yeah. that before oh, cool. we broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyed and that as well. In the, in the very beginning 
of the mm-hmm. movie. I thought, wait a minute, is this is this a biopic? No, I thought it was a I thought it was a documentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that yeah. first that very first scene, it seems mm-hmm. like something out of a biopic. True. Yeah, it's like we got your and Susan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was a really interesting documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite of everything of all those that I just listed was Sound of Metal, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 I thought it was really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I would love it. I It just, it was on my list and Amazon kept pushing it. Like every time I was checking Amazon Prime to see if there was something <laughs> I wanted to watch right. and boom, it was there. So I'm like, okay, let's, finally watch it and oh my god so good now the the dissident is that going to be streaming somewhere do you know i thought it was going to be but i i'm not sure like i'm your woman i think is already streaming somewhere maybe amazon yeah Yeah. Yeah, i think amazon okay like it was coming out i think two days later on amazon two days after we watched it through film independent Mm mm-hmm but the dissident, I'm not sure. Okay. I think it's uh, Oscar bait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it can still stream, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think everything's going to be streaming, but yeah. I'll definitely vote for I'm Your Woman in the Spirit oh, Awards. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I really like uh, Well, obviously, it depends on what it's up against, but yeah. And Rachel Brosnahan is just not Mrs. Maisel in this. Uh, you know, I mentioned y'all that I don't even see Mrs. Maisel in her unless she's dressed up as Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. I see her more as I did in House of Cards. Like, to me, that's Rachel Brosnahan. I mean, Do that's remember good. remember in that? Yeah. yeah. Like, you want to see an actor be able to transform them, transform themselves. Yeah. Like that's totally. Rosamond. Like I kept thinking she was um, Jenna Elfman in this movie. Oh, funny. Mm. Yeah. Radioactive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So should we, uh, with a biopic, should we start with radioactive? Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Port yeah. selection. Yeah. All right. So uh, radioactive was available on Amazon prime. Um, it stars not Jenna Elfman, <laughs> but Rose. <laughs> oh gosh, she looks just like her in this movie. It's weird. Um, you know, yeah, was, you're right. Like, I feel like I'd just been maybe I was binging. Um, was it Fear the Walking Dead? And mm-hmm. just like she was in my head anyway. But mm-hmm. she looks. They look. They favor each other. All right. They so do. yeah, it, yeah. it stars Rosamund Pike and Sam Riley, who we will see again at some point in time soon (laughs) Um, after the death of her husband Marie Curie's commitment to science remains strong as she tries to explain previously unknown radioactive elements but it soon becomes terrifyingly evident that her work could lead to applications in medicine that could save thousands of lives or applications in warfare that could destroy them by the billions so uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) this movie um first let me just say it's beautifully shot like uh the cinematography in this and like just like the setup and like the costumes and like this was laid out perfectly and direction was really good 
it threw me off whenever they would jump back and forth between time. I had to look right. up, wait a minute, when did she die? What is it? Happen? Well, how, wait a minute, huh? And then I realized what they were doing. Um, like as she would make different discoveries as she and her husband and everyone else involved as they would make different discoveries or address a different um, element of um, their discoveries or Nobel prize winning. Um, like we would see the later effects of it. Like uh, we saw Chernobyl um, mm-hmm. and like we saw like them drop the bomb of Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was interesting like the way they did that, but it was jarring at first. Like I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. how they yeah. did that. But, <laughs> but then it was nice to see, okay. So it's, you know, that discovery has affected us in all of these areas. Yeah. 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 And, and it didn't just sugarcoat it and show all the good ways that like this has right. like all the good things it did for us. It's it also showed like the negatives mm-hmm. and like the fact that, all these people were dying of radiation poisoning. Like she died instead of leukemia, but it was related to the radiation. And yeah, with, with her, you know, clutching that little vial all the time. Uh, Oh yeah. uh, You know, it's like, that was just making me nervous. Like, yes, no, what's going to happen. You know, yeah, yeah, everyone's going to die of this. Right. Um, So yeah, they didn't know any better. Like we, at this point, we've watched yeah. so many movies like out- Outbreak, <laughs> Contagion, <laughs> and like where they know how to handle certain materials like this. But like back then, where they when they were making the discoveries, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just I mean, even before with all this stuff too. Yeah, um, even before World War One, well, even during World War One, they didn't know about uh, infection. You know, germ yeah. theory. And yeah. uh, infections. Yeah. So even that's new, you know, yeah. hundred years old. Like I did like seeing her discovery about like uh, the x-rays. Cause you kind of got a teeny bit of that when she was first mm-hmm. explaining to the wife, um, her, her lover's wife mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie um, about like the, her theories and everything. I was like, that looks like an x-ray. Mm-hmm. And that's what it later became to be, I guess, when her daughter talked her into going into the field with these soldiers. So that mm-hmm. was cool. Like, I, But the elements of the affair, like, I watched this after I watched Control. So I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the common theme. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, but I, I really, I fell for um like the loss of her husband like i i I didn't know all i didn't know a lot of this like one of the reasons i really like watching biographies especially the historical ones is because yeah i have some inkling of knowledge about different things but like this is where i learn so Mm -hmm. yeah some things you do take with grain of salt like okay like how many liberties did they take with this i don't Mm -hmm. know but Mm -hmm. like overall like I'm, i'm learning history here so this is interesting but you also learn their personal like People aren't perfect, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did like that we kept seeing Sam Riley even after his character died. Mm-hmm. He was very good in this. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I wonder if that was a part of, um, like, the, again, the creative um, license taken with the movie, or if she really did, like, if there was accounts of her envisioning her, her deceased husband, her late husband. Right, right. That would be interesting to know. Yeah. I wonder how many movies Sam Raleigh, Riley has died in. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and he died so early in this. And I was like, again? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least they didn't kill him off until the end of control. So mm-hmm. they had thought about uh, showing his death scene at the very beginning, just to get it out of the way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they did not do that. Yeah. Same. Although I was dreading it. I was waiting for it. Yeah. 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 It's a thing in, in these. It's like, well, we know it's going to happen, but let's see mm-hmm. how it's going to yeah. unfold. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. I, I enjoyed it. It yeah, was a it was little slow getting started. And like, if mm-hmm. they had ex- not explained, like, you'll have to hand, you'll have to spoon feed it to me. I, I had right. to go back and realize, oh, okay, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. Yeah. It was different. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had intended to see it earlier, and uh, for some reason, never got around to it. So I'm glad you assigned it this week. Perfect. Yeah, I th- I thought it was interesting. I didn't I didn't hate it. So, <laughs> so there's that score. <laughs> we'll 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 get to that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this this is this was acceptable. <laughs> okay where should we go next well, do you want mank or do you want people versus uh, oj simpson uh, well we we can go to mank yeah you did not like mank i did not i did not and a lot of it was the style mm. it was it was you know director's choices it was you know let's make this artsy Mm -hmm. let's make this old timey and no that's that's part of what i don't like about the you know awards bait Mm -hmm. so you're just doing it for that you know Mm -hmm. but um, i did like the style of it um a lot and uh I mean, I, I thought the acting was good. I particularly thought that Amanda Seyfried mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. really good. Yes. Um, I, I, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff, but she was obviously very different in this. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually ended up watching Citizen Kane right after I watched this. I had never seen Citizen Kane before. Really? Yeah, I know that's crazy. <laughs> and I thought that Mank felt very similar to that. Okay. And and if people don't know, uh Mank is about Herman Mankiewicz, Mankiewicz who wrote Citizen Kane. So that's why I went off went and watched and, Citizen Kane right after. And that was intentional for it to you know, feel the same. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I loved Citizen Kane. Oh my God. I don't know why Uh it took so long for me to watch it. (laughs) I already knew about Rosebud. So that was not a surprise at all. I mean, no, you know, it's like, you know, I'm your father, Luke. And (laughs) it's yeah. Yeah. Um, green. (laughs) yes. Yes. Like all of that. Um, so that was fine. You know, to me, that wasn't, uh, the point, you know, it was 
watching what the journalist was going through to try to figure it out. And I didn't realize that he would never find out that no one knew and how we found out was interesting. I liked that. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciated that David Fincher directed Mank to feel very similar to Citizen Kane. Yeah. And I'm glad that I watched Susan Kane after. You know, I did it in that order on purpose um, so that I could essentially get the background of Citizen Kane first. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, I did not watch Citizen Kane afterwards, and I, that probably would have been, it would have enhanced my um, enjoyment of Make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of a slow going film for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a little bit uh, each day over three days. <laughs> you know? And, you know, in, in contrast, you know, Radioactive, I watched all in one sitting. So, you know, <laughs> and then, of course, the sound, the way they did the sound, like everyone was like recording their sound separately in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. That that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um like yeah i know you're trying to do you know old-timey whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's annoying so yeah (laughs) yeah i can see that yeah Mm -hmm. i've never seen citizen kane um i I guess eventually i'll have to see it it probably would have helped to go and watch it after this Mm -hmm. Uh, i was watching it and kept waiting for the movie to get started um (laughs) i didn't i didn't hate it it felt very artsy i feel like Whatever he was striving to do, he won at it. Um, and it was probably considered like epic and good in ways that I usually don't watch for movies anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved uh, Amanda. I thought she killed it. And um, like, who was the lead actor in this? Uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. I, I, I thought he did a really good job, too. Mm-hmm. So, again, like this gave behind the scenes for something that I never really knew about in details. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because the, the the most it captured like like me is uh, when they were during the scene where they had Upton Sinclair, um, mm. where they were talking about the jungle. It's like, oh, I know what the jungle is. I want to see mm-hmm. more about that. Mm-hmm. I want to see mm-hmm. that movie. Um, so yeah, I, I guess if I had gone ahead and watched Citizen Kane, like it would have done more for me than it did. Mm-hmm. And, like I can tell, it's a really good movie. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Upton Sinclair uh, gets brought up in Citizen Kane as well. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So I like that continuity. And uh, similarly, you know how Mank keeps having the flashbacks. You get that in Citizen Kane as well. Mm-hmm. So there really are so many similarities. I really enjoyed that one dinner scene where he just like lost his mind and I thought he was going to fall into the fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that was well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed uh Charles dance, his performance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always good. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Tywin. Yeah. I'm going to ask y'all a question because I must've missed it on Google. When you're pulling the movie up, it has Herman Minkwitz in the cast. Was he in this somehow? 
He's very right, dead. Because they have him listed as a part of the cast. Unless they I know, played, right? like, footage or something from, hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Let me scroll down in like, IMDb. Did I miss something? I don't see like, anything Let me send you all the page IMDb. I'm looking at. Like, it's it's on the Google page. Like, if you do Mank the movie, the first thing that comes up, like, is Mank. Yeah. And they have, like, the cast. And, like, he's the first person in his cast. I'm like, what? Well, here's Ben Mankovitz. He does the voice of the broadcaster at the Academy Awards. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you know, that's probably it then. Because didn't they use the recordings from the mm-hmm. um, awards ceremony? So, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in it. Yeah. Still not seeing Herman's name on IMDb, but um but yeah, that would make sense. They probably just didn't list them because if they're using an, an old authentic audio, then yeah. um they usually don't. Like they don't credit people who appear in a film within a film. You know, if they're right. using actual yeah. footage or yeah. something. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Um, I also love Tom Pelfrey. Uh, like, I've been with him since he was on Guide and Light way back when. <laughs> um, we've seen him in Ozark. He was in that season of Banshee. Uh, he played Joseph uh, Minkowitz. Yes. Mm-hmm. In this one. And he also, he, it looks like he's going to be starring in something else himself. American Murderer coming soon with Adina Menzel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So we move? Uh, our extra credit is the next one. Uh, if we're moving, you know, in time. Oh, chronologically. Here. Chronologically. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. The, the very personal to me control. Yeah. About Ian Curtis, the lead singer of the now defunct band Joy Division. Uh-uh. Um, co produced by my ex husband, Todd Eckert. Um, and the director, Anton Corbine, had taken some very iconic photos of the band. Um, obviously when Ian was still alive, which is one of the reasons that um, Todd and his producing partner chose him to direct the film. So similarity between this and Mank, it was also shot in black and white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And uh, similarity between it and Radioactive, it stars Sam Riley. Also yeah. has Samantha Morton and Alexandra Maria Lara, who uh, ended up marrying Sam Riley after the film. Um, and she played his mistress in the film while Samantha Morton played his wife. Interesting. So, yep. It was nominated for over thir- – no, one uh, – Let's see. IMDb says 32 awards, uh, 34 more nominations. One of the awards that it won was a BAFTA for um, British writer. 
So that went to Matt Greenhall, who officially did the screenplay. So that was cool. It got nominated for two other BAFTAs, Best British British Film, and I think Director as well. Yeah. But it won just the one. So (laughs) it should have gotten consideration for Oscars, in our opinion. Um, But the Weinstein Company was the distributor in the U.S., and they did nothing to promote it at all. I think Mm -hmm. that was the year of or the year after uh, when their mother was dying. So the Weinsteins just did nothing, which really sucked. I don't know if y'all thought it should have been Oscar bait, but considering all the awards that it won elsewhere, one would think that it should have at least been considered, you know, there, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there were any for your consideration ads or anything. What else was in that year? Looking it up. Okay. I do not remember. It would be 2008. Okay. Came out in 2007, so it'd be the 2008 Oscars. Um, Michael Clayton, Atonement, No Country for Old Men, Juno, There Will Be Blood. Mm. It, it fit right in with them. Mm-hmm. I at least think for writing. Yeah. And maybe Sam for acting. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That was his, it was his first feature film. Oh, wow. Yeah. He really done did an amazing job. Like, I felt like that was, I felt like that was Ian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that the the movie band and mm-hmm. Sam, mm-hmm. all of their onstage performances, they, he was singing, Sam was singing, and the band was playing. Really? Yes. Okay. He sounded just like Ian. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I figured they were playing the... <laughs> soundtrack no they're the joy division's real songs no like whenever there was a joy division song and you didn't see the band then that was real joy division but when you saw the band playing they that was the real band that i mean that was this movie band okay it was incredible that they found someone who looked like ian and -hmm. could sing like ian jesus Yeah. So I, and, I'm uh-huh. sorry, Kelly. I, so I was gonna say I went and looked up pictures, um, and like I, I was mixing them up. I was mixing Sam and Ian up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he got down Ian's dancing, mm-hmm. those crazy moves that he did. Oh my god. Um, I looked up the the movie soundtrack, and unfortunately, they didn't put any of the band's songs on, like none of the band's performances on there. It's like the David Bowie songs and uh, Buzzcocks, the uh, the Killers mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, Joy Division cover at the very end, some Joy Division performances, stuff like that. I think they should have had the movie band's performances on there. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. So objectively, I think it's a good movie. Um, yeah. 
I agree. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, objectively it's fine. But then subjectively, because, you know, because you're, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw a lot of other things in it, mm-hmm. which I'll talk to you about off the air. Mm-hmm. So, and- yeah, I do not have all good memories associated with it. Not at all. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd seen it two times before this. And I did not expect to be so triggered while watching. Okay, not triggered. I, I wasn't triggered. Just, well, a little bit. Um, to have memories come back the way they did. Because... I mean, the movie came out 13 years ago and was shot 14 years ago while I was pregnant with my son. Mm -hmm. So I just kept remembering all this shit. Like, oh, my God, I haven't gotten over it. Yeah. Kelly, it's this effing year. Oh, true. You're right. Hashtag 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, But yes, still objectively an awesome film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess I don't have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it. Yeah. I watched it for podcasting homework. Now, my son was supposed to watch it with me last night. He still hasn't seen it. I do not know why my ex hasn't uh, sat down to show it to him yet. Um, but my son ended up having a buddy over last night. They've sort of been bubbling together since we've all been, you know, low risk. And so, you know, that wasn't going to work out. So I ended up just watching it this morning. Mm-hmm. So he still hasn't seen it. Uh, and I'm not going to watch it again to make sure he watches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Lord. Oh, I had actually written a scene uh, for it that uh, they just ended up not shooting. It was one where Ian had a seizure while with Anique, his mistress. And um, no, they ended up shooting it, but not editing it into the film. Yeah. Oh, okay. That would have been cool. That it had been mm-hmm. made it into the film, mm-hmm. but it was already two hours long, so yeah, it didn't do it. Oh, well. it was it was fun writing it. Yeah, well, you'll just have to write another film. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yep. So if you ever come back to Houston, and if if I'm still here, uh, and and there's a you know 48 hour film festival, then we'll, True. we'll you know. True. And jump into writing uh, that way <laughs> with a short, short film. Yeah. <laughs> jump back in. There you go. Well, <laughs> and, and then moving on chronologically and keeping with a similar theme, People versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, I... Watching this again, this, uh, and it, I did see it differently now with, um, with 2020 vision. 
soon. How so? Or how, what, how did you see it the first time? And, and what do you, so first time you watched it or, or compared to when it was it. really happening? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I understand a little bit more about the message that was sent with the verdict mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and the and more of the the division of, of mm-hmm. around the verdict, um, mm-hmm. but then I can still, you know, of course, <laughs> of course he did it, but they were showing the um, how the the justice system it's about uh, your resources. Mm-hmm. And what kind of a defense you can buy, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, I, and is this like the first time that uh, that a black man had uh, been acquitted of mm-hmm. of a murder like this? Um, when you know there were so many who were wrongly convicted. And just, you know, railroaded through the, through the system. And so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely more of a statement than Mm -hmm. um, an examination of the evidence. Yeah. Like there was that. And I feel like he also benefited from the fact that it was so soon after the Rodney King thing and the LA riots, they did not want to have that happen again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That and Johnny Cochran killed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he really did. And the prosecution yes. really made so many egregious mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of them, both Chris Darden and Marsha Clark. Absolutely. None of which had anything to do with her appearance, which no. I hate. I She's... hate that they made me sympathize with her so much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, they, uh, the character. That they that she played, she was just you know out there. I I just watched the first episode and the last episode. I didn't mm. watch the whole the whole okay. uh, miniseries here, but yeah, from the from the very beginning, she's just yelling at everybody. She's just mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of hard to to sympathize with her mm-hmm. with that yeah. character. Well, no, but they did that thing that they always do that they still do now where instead of talking about like how she is as an attorney, what she looks like, how, mm-hmm. like how yeah. she, like yeah. um how she is as a mother. Like that mm-hmm. has nothing to do how she is as an attorney. And um like there was one scene where um so she was in the middle of the divorce and she was trying to do well and not have her husband take full custody of their kids and so she was trying to get out of court in time to take care of her kids for that night. Um, but even though they let her out of court early, she went to work instead. So I, mm. I sympathize with her, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they also, I thought one time, didn't she legitimately need to get back home yes. to the kids yes. and they all picked on her? Well, no, for- that, that, that's when she went back to the office. And I think because oh. her boss said, her boss okay. like, are are you really going home early? Like, dude, yes, she needs to go home. She can work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Which we know now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can do almost any job from home. Yeah. I feel so bad. There are so many people coming out with stories now how they had to quit school or quit their jobs because they yeah. weren't allowed to work from home. And now yeah. look at it. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. 
And if I remember correctly, she consulted on this series. So I believe the portrayal of her was quite accurate. You know, if she was consulting and sort of approving, Uh, um, including the scene in her office when she's crying and Chris Darden comes in and is trying to console her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty vulnerable of her to talk about that and have it put into the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they didn't listen to him a lot, like he had some really good ideas of different things they should and shouldn't do. And they didn't listen. Yeah. Except for the glove. But yes, everything else. Yeah. They should have listened to everything that we saw in the series. At least they should have listened to. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And the um the guy who the actor who played the judge, um he is on uh, that show nine one one. Oh yeah, and, that's yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Oh and it God. was kind of funny to recognize him there. It's like that voice, I know him. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's Jim. I miss oh, Ken, Kenneth Choi. I miss that show. Mm-hmm. Next month, I think it comes back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I wonder if, well, anyway, the one in um, in Austin. Yeah. yeah, it's coming back. Okay. And I think I'm going to have to watch it this time because my girl, um, what's her name? Zoe from Serenity is going to be in it. That's not her oh, yeah? name. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Gina Torres. It's like, why couldn't I remember that? Yeah. So mm. I'm going to have to watch it now because I love her. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think they said that um, the other girl is not coming back. The Daughter, wife? Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler oh, is not coming okay. back. I think it had something to do with COVID and the way they were shooting. Oh, yeah. Or she didn't want to travel. Something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she might come back in later seasons, but not for whatever they're doing now. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And I think they got to a point in her story where they could, you know, it could be related to the story from last time and not necessarily. You kept watching. I did. Yes. (laughs) I, kept I have not seen beyond the first episode and I'm just going to mm-hmm. jump in in season two. <laughs> yeah. You don't really need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's really that in the original show, it's really about all the, uh, the set pieces, the big stunts and things that they could set up, you know? Yeah. Well, not the original is about the relationships and the people like you'll, you'll miss something. Yeah. But it, it's, it's not so it, much. It, you no. Know? Yeah, nah. <laughs> there's still a lot of okay. What can we do this week? <laughs> yeah, they do a lot of and that. It's based on a real call or whatever. So you know, <laughs> you guys here can Yeah, like, <laughs> she's well, as she woke up. I put her pacifier in. Okay, Aww. yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Like we keep saying, it's 2020. These things we happen. We have a pod baby and a podcast. Yeah, the podcast is snoring now. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's not very loud right now. But yeah, she just couldn't keep herself awake anymore. So her head was bobbing and now she's just like lying spread out. And mm-hmm. yeah. She doesn't curl up when she sleeps. She just spreads out. Now, sometimes she lies on her back like an otter and her little <laughs> paws curl up. Oh, my God. It's just the cutest That's thing. Cute. Is that the photo I sent you all the other day? Yes. yes. She's being otter cat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's pretty cute. Oh. So anything more about OJ? Nope. Still well done. Looking forward to the next one. Oh, yeah. Bill Clinton, played mm-hmm. by Clive Owen. Oh, oh yeah. okay. And uh, what's her name? Beanie? Is that her name? What's her name from Booksmart? She plays Monica Lewinsky. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, I think Beanie. Feldstein? Yes. That's it. Okay. If I remember correctly. Yep. And Monica Lewinsky is the co-producer on it. Okay. Good. Yep. Good. She's yeah. telling her own story. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they're doing that. Like that they brought her on and she agreed. I would hate if they were telling her story without her like permission. Right. And apparently yeah. they, from what I read, they did not want to do that. So mm-hmm. they were thrilled that she came on. Because, you know, ever since then, she hasn't really, it's been so hard for her to get a job, you know, mm-hmm. it's because of who she is and yeah, that, yeah. so it was pretty much the only thing she could do, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder hmm. what's going to come out now. I know they were still filming, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So hopefully in 2021. Yay, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. And mm-hmm. it was okay. I don't think we could have handled that movie this year or that series this year. True. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's put it off till after the election. And- right. Because <laughs> like, y'all yeah. remember when? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you guys have your, your uh, election or inauguration day advent calendars? No, what? Really, it's just a regular advent calendar, but you start it the day after Christmas. Oh, that's cool. What's in yeah. there, booze? Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, okay. Just, yeah, a- because I'm sure. Yeah, you can get a discounted advent calendar anywhere now because True. you should have already started it. So, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. So get mm-hmm. one to start the day after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. (laughs) So this week on my calendar, tomorrow, the Electoral College votes are cast. Yay. So hopefully it will be official then. Um, Tenant to buy is Tuesday. I've already pre-ordered. Nomadland uh, Film Independent, sorry, is Tuesday. I forget what it's about. The next season of The Expanse is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, this is why I have to write all this shit down. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Stand with Vampire Eric is on Thursday. <laughs> um, oh, and the, the the finale of The uh, Flight Attendant? Is oh, really? Yeah. 
cool. No, it should be episode number eight. Awesome. So we've already had, so we've already seen seven of them um, yep. released. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because we've stopped seeing them. You know, they were released like three and then. I need two to see if I've two. seen them. Okay. Three, two, two. Okay. For some reason, I feel like I've seen only five. I need to see if I. Yeah. You didn't watch this seven. week, did you? <laughs> no, there were two more this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think oh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and small acts, which you've already recommended, Susan, but I have on my calendar for Thursday on Amazon. Yeah, that's when the next one is released. Oh, okay. Okay. So they've been releasing them once a week. Okay. Then Ma Rainey, that's not the whole name, on Netflix on Friday. I don't remember what Greenland is about, but I have it on my calendar for Friday to rent. Well, we're going to have to talk about that one. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. We'll talk. Okay. Should no. I not rent it? How much are you spending to rent it? Ooh. Oh. Well, then I don't have to. I can wait till it's streaming. But I want to talk to you about it. You don't well, want to talk publicly? Talk the now. last thing on my calendar for this week is Cosmos on Disney+. Plus. On Friday. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's up with Greenland? Well, technically it's not officially out yet, so I can't speak on it. Right. Well, but what, so you don't have to give spoilers. Uh, It's interesting. Would you, Um, would you rather talk after we record? Okay. All right. Oh, here we go. On IMDb, it reads, A family struggles for survival in the face of a cataclysmic natural disaster. You know how much I like natural disaster movies. I know. I watched it twice. Oh, okay. Yes. But, yeah. So, think Deep Impact meets Day After Tomorrow meets, what was, Geostorm. I have not seen Geostorm, but don't, I, don't love, I love I <laughs> love Day After Tomorrow and Deep Impact. All right, watch it then, and we can talk because I had you know, some criticisms, but I enjoyed myself. Okay. Oh one of the one of the pictures that comes up on my computer sometimes, you know, when I start up, you know, it gives you all these pictures of beautiful landscapes around the world and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is from Norway, and it reminds me of that town in The Wave. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, and see, it's got Scott Glenn in it. And, it, I mean, the star is Gerard Butler, but Scott Glenn. Yeah. Hey, There's I'm our, not our saying connection. If you love to watch the movie, <laughs> this is for you. Oh my gosh. Like, but just like we got, we'll, we'll talk. I just had some issues with how certain things were planned by the government, but yeah. Ooh. Okay. So it, it, it is. All right. So it's not like there is a, um, an ethical reason why I shouldn't give them my money. Oh no, no, not okay. at all. Okay. It's just their issues in the film. <laughs> Yeah, but make it. But if you like disaster movies, do go for it. Yeah, I mean, I loved Day After Tomorrow and Deep Impact, even though they're totally unrealistic. And like in (laughs) Deep Impact, when they came up with the plan to, uh, you know, they built the 
bunker inside the mountain and they're like, we're going to take a million people in there uh-huh. and here's how yeah. we're going to pick, you know, we're going to do the lottery, but we're already letting mm-hmm. 200,000 hand picked people in. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see how that happens. I want to see the rioting and mm-hmm. you know, they skip over that completely. All so. right, watch this then. Okay. Cool. I, 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 t- I watched it twice already. So I didn't hate it. Okay. Yeah. And I see on IMDb, it has only a 6.3 out of 10. Um, I I don't care. It's a disaster flick. (laughs) If only it were Norwegian. (laughs) Right. Exactly. They would get it right all the way. Yes. And oh, the architecture. Um, (laughs) Yes. Oh, Uh my God. (laughs) And just listening to the language. I don't know why I haven't started learning it yet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's right you gotta have it for for our trip oh for <laughs> sure i usually remember more when i study it for only like two or three weeks right before the trip and just race through mm-hmm. and then i'll forget it afterward but mm-hmm. yeah oh just do a that crash course. reminds me of um rosetta stone mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they have like 179 for life Wow. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, you know, it covers, you know, whatever languages are on their app. That's cool. Yeah. So go for it. Do it. True. I love Duo. duo. The little oh, owl on Duolingo. Now, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they've updated, like they have these little scenes in it now where when you get five right in a row or 10 in a row mm. and a little duo comes across and he <laughs> does this little dance type thing with someone else or a high five. And he's so cute. I love him. Oh my God. He's precious. I can't leave little duo. All right. <laughs> that well, owl is my little buddy. Nobody's saying you have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. have another language program on the side. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. and, and I'm not saying Duolingo is the best out there. Um, like at first, they did not have any explanations for what you were learning. You just jumped okay. in and you were supposed to absorb by just doing. And I did not like that. Yeah. Now they um, they do put in some grammar explanation, like tips. So it'll be a brief explanation of the grammar. Okay, that's so, good because that's, yes. that's why I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now they've got that. Okay. Oh, and they even have some audio lessons now, separate from the stories and separate from the brief audio within the lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the audio within the lessons uh, is good, not the where you're repeating. But they'll have a, a, a tiny paragraph that they are reading, and then you answer one question about what you heard. That's excellent. Listening comprehension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much better than reading everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they're constantly <laughs> upgrading. Oh, what? So, did you hear the snore? So our, no. That's our oh. tangent for this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what our tangent yes that's right our one tangent (laughs) only one (laughs) so 
I'm looking forward to going back to Christmas next week. Yeah, yes. But it's also a little early for me, you know, watching these movies, you know. But like, we've been watching all month. I know, but there are certain ones that you save for like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I agree. And I don't watch any on Christmas Day. For me, Christmas Eve is the latest. Well, yeah, I guess Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christmas Day, normally busy with family and everything. No. I mean, you're busy with family, but a Christmas story has a marathon on TV. Right. That's true. Year. Right. I, I watched that one at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take that back. I might watch when I had cable, I would put on a Christmas story right while it was just running nonstop. And um, I have done It's a Wonderful Life on um, Christmas Day. These are Christmas classics, I guess, that we're watching uh, next week. Um, This Christmas, A Christmas Story. Oh, I should say where to watch them, too. This Christmas is on Hulu. Um, A Christmas Story, it's streaming on TBS, and it's also rentable if you don't already own it like we do. Um, So, um, Elf on Stars, and I've seen it already played a couple times on on AMC. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, set your your DVRs for all of these also. Um, It's a Wonderful Life on Amazon Prime. Court, you were a little suspicious about that um, version of it. Oh, they have a version that's in like color. I've Ugh. never seen the colorized version. It looked, no. it looked weird to me. I, yeah. I like it black and white. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if yeah. I have to watch that version, I'll just watch the version I own. Yeah. Okay. And the extra credit are um, the holiday movies that made us the episode about Elf. And cool. Home for Christmas on Netflix. The Norwegian series. Yes. Yay. Mm. And when does season two come out, Kelly? The 18th, Friday. Perfect timing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I think this Christmas is on Netflix too. Is it? They may have it okay. on both. Yeah, okay. it is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. where I saved it on my list. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope I didn't find the wrong movie then. (laughs) Yeah, with Idris and Regina. Yep. Yeah. Netflix. I haven't looked on Hulu, but it's definitely Netflix. Mm -hmm. Exciting times. Yep. Like, I'm surprised. I wonder if NBC, because I know every year they usually run It's a Wonderful Life, like Mm -hmm. the weekend before Christmas. So it might be Mm -hmm. next weekend, too, on there. If you can't find the black and white version you're craving for Christmas. Commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you can speed through the commercials there <laughs> if you record it. So, hey, that's sure. good. The good news. Yeah, but it's supposed to be three hours long. You have to have that movie three hours long. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, don't do that. No. Watch the recorded version and make it short. Here yeah. we go. They have both versions of It's a Wonderful Life on Amazon Prime. Uh, the it's there's the regular not regular but here's the colorized and then parentheses black and white version perfect yeah thank goodness yeah 
I own it somewhere, but all my DVDs are packed away since I'm trying to sell my house. Mm-hmm. But it would be worth buying on Apple TV, but I'll just do it here on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I bought that in a Christmas story on Voodoo years ago. But mm-hmm. again, like I only watched it around Christmas time. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that. I think there was a sale and I, I can't. Yeah. I, I may have bought it at midnight, Kelly. Mm-hmm. I broke the rule. <laughs> yeah. No buying at night, especially not in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I saw something recently at night. It was uh, an artist friend had, uh, had painted several paintings that are like three feet by six feet. Mm. And so she's selling prints of them on hemp based paper. And again, I saw her uh, share this on Facebook at like nine o'clock at night. And there were two that I adored and leaning towards one. And I almost hit add to cart. I'm like, nope, wait till morning. Mm-hmm. And I waited and Good. I thought if I still love it in the morning, then I'll do it because, you know, it benefits her. It would give me a piece of art from a friend and a piece of art that I think I love. So um, I did it in the morning and I didn't know how long it would take to get here. Well, I saw that while we're sitting here, I was looking at my computer, a message came through. She just dropped it off in my vestibule so i've oh. got it right now Yay. Yeah. not that size um okay. <laughs> much smaller yeah i forget what size like uh i don't know what the scale would be but mm-hmm. 10 by something i think mm-hmm. yeah i can't scale that quickly enough whatever 10 by whatever would be yep so I need to get that framed. Well, I'm I'm glad we can get to our classic Christmas movies now. Finally. Yeah. No yeah. more biopics for you. No more. Until- Except for safety. Disney. It's good. Okay. You'll really? cry so good. Yeah. It's good. All right. <laughs> See how I'm whining already. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 Okay, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we have we have a lot of good stuff to watch, so we'll do that. And until next time, everybody, geek on. <laughs>